It is time for a brand new episode of the Prowl the City podcast. There's your host, Daniel Martin. It's been a long, 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 long time. Welcome to the Prowl the City podcast. My name is Daniel, as you already heard. Uh, it's been a while, everyone. Um, my last episode was actually at the beginning of the month, and here we are at the last day of uh, February, and an episode's out. Um, let's recap why, I, why I've been gone for like a month. Um, you know, we've had the bye weeks, and um, to put it together to begin... Uh, I was going to go to the uh, Colorado game, but uh, a personal thing about me, I also work in construction, and I was given a call out to go to Omaha, Nebraska, and they needed it immediately, so I had no choice, and I went out there. So completely missed the game. I didn't return until... Like Sunday morning, I think. So there was a bye week. But then I watched the game and I there's really nothing to um record off of. So um another one in OT. Um you know, great win. Uh but there is something that's lacking and it becomes of this next game. Um so, I was going to attend this game as well, but on during the week, I started feeling a little bit bad. Um, my father ended up getting sick as well. I got sick, and I, got, and I started showing symptoms around Thursday, and by Friday night, I was in bed, sick. Saturday... Couldn't do anything. And, of course, that Sunday was the Georgia game. So, I didn't go. And I didn't really tweet as much. I had no energy at all. I had the flu. So, it was not fun. Good news is, broke through that real quick. Um, I will be attending these next two games. I am symptom-free. I have no symptoms. And I am okay. So, I'm going to quickly talk about this game, and there, I mean, it's a great comeback win again. Really good, gutsy-ass win. And that's a win that you need to dig deep. But the glaring issue is, what in the world's gone on with the offense? I know you're going to say 21 goals. 21 goals was a fluke. It's obvious. It's been obvious. They've averaged 11 cents. And for the Daily Dive, uh... Lack show, uh, a show that I have been on multiple times. So, uh, hope you guys give those guys a follow because they've been great. The only um, Monday through Friday daily live show for lacrosse. So, uh, they mentioned we're five and one in our last uh, four and one in our last five. Um, that is true. This team could easily be two and three. They only could have lost the last two games. They should have lost this game. 
And again, the offense is what in the world? You score five goals on the first quarter, and then that's it. You went 14 minutes and 44 seconds without scoring in the second quarter. You didn't score in the third quarter for the second straight game. And then you score a 442 left, or you go on a 4-1 run to end it. I what in the world's going on here? Yes, I'm happy we got the win. But there's a very glaring issue. The, the amount of times this team has had 10-plus minutes of not scoring a goal is a very concerning. This offense needs to get it going. This offense hasn't been getting it going since the end of last year. So other than that, you know, Kyle Crawford's incredible. Um, Lyle Thompson's also incredible for Georgia. Donfo had a fantastic game of his hat trick. Jason Knox has really come alive um, lately uh, with the four points, with the three assists. You know, Kyle Crawford had six points with two goals. Nick Damood was fantastic, those two saves at the end of the game. And I finally understand what's going on. Um, I didn't understand why they called it off. No one on the TV crew knew it or really explained it. The rest did explain to Georgia, and still nothing. Now I get it. If you look at the very end, the guy does dive across the crease um, with a shot. It gets picked up, and he he is the first one to touch the ball. No goal. That that's the ref was right there on it. So if you're wondering why they never called it, there's an explanation. You can't be the first one to touch the ball or get a pass once you're in the crease. And that's actually happened to Panther City where it we have stepped in the crease accidentally and then got passed in. So it makes sense. Also, Brett Dalton was incredible in that game. The only reason why the game is even close is because he stole a lot. He did this, they could have ran away with it. So that's all I'm going to say. You know, gutsy win. You know, great to pull one out there. Um and we're going to move on. So, we're going to move on to the next two games. Because it's a quote-unquote back-to-back. And that's going to be San Diego and um, Rochester. Both times we face each other, of course, San Diego's very... Um, we've known San Diego for a while, playing in the West. Rochester faced them last year, and that was... Um, Not pretty. So, going with the last San Diego game wasn't pretty as well. Um, San Diego won 17-9 last year at the very end of last year. It wasn't even close. It was 5-1 after one. It was 13-5 at halftime. I mean, they were good. They were really good. Wesley Burke had 10 points. Dane Doby only had one goal, shockingly. Austin Stats, um, four goals, eight points. Curtis Dixon had four goals, some points. They're also there. So, you know, not be fun. The last game was, funny enough, against Georgia, where uh, San Diego and Georgia battled. Georgia had a three-goal lead in the third. And just couldn't capitalize on it. So, um, 
you, you know, and it went into OT. Westerberg got the OT winner. So in that game, uh, Westerberg had six goals, seven points. Dane Dobie didn't have any goals, had three assists. Curtis Dixon had five points with two goals. Austin Sads had six points with one goal. So they're going to be tough. They're always, always, always tough to play against. Always. Um, It's just a four-headed monster, and that's how it's always been with them. Um, And this team is third in the league. Panther C now sits fifth. Of course, you know, they have played nine games, so there's your tiebreaker. They could fall as far down as, you know, like seven or eighth. Um, I don't really know because, you know, you have Georgia there and you have Calgary there. Um, so could possibly stay in that situation. It's just going to be tough. I don't really know what's going to happen. This is just a tough team. This team rarely wins against San Diego. So wouldn't shock me if they lost. So I'm sorry, guys, but that's the truth. Um, and I mean, with how good San Diego has been this season, um, I want to say they're the top two in the league. I still give that to Toronto, but they're just still good. You know, Berg's got 61 points or 25 goals. Austin Stats has 29 goals with 60 points. Curtis Dixon has 22 goals, 49 points. Dane Dobie has 13 goals and 42 points. So they're all there. And all and they have, you know, Trey LeClaire, who's got nine goals in transition and 30 points. So, yes, you, you might be a forward. They have him listed as transition. Kyle Jackson even has 10 goals. So, it's just one of those situations where it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck game for this club. And with a short week, it's going to be interesting. Um, so, for Panther City, obviously, I'm not going to say it for the Rochester game either. Kyle Crawford has 56 points, 28 goals. 20 assists, perfectly balanced. Will Malcolm has 16 goals with 48 points. Uh, Jonathan Donnell has 42 points and 40 goals. <sighs> Excuse me on that. Um, Matthew Gote has 25 points with 5 goals. Jason Ox has 11 goals on the year with 24 points. And Phil Caputo has 14 goals, 22 points. Ryan Sheridan has 8 goals and 11 points. So again, all hands on deck. Uh, going to have to look out for their transition game. It's always going to be fun. And just, you know, keep the guys out of the penalty box. Um, you know, in the last game they faced it, they did a good job. They're only two for five. Um, in the Georgia game, seemed like it was two and four. So, you got to be careful with this. Um, Rochester. Last time these two teams faced off, it was in Rochester. Um, Rochester won 17-9. There was no... Um, Calvin Crawford, I apologize. I'm just trying to figure out who was missing from that game again. Um, it just wasn't good. You know, Dean Farrell had two goals. Old, old, old player there. Nathan Grennan, the Albany Firewolf. Now, Albany Firewolf has two goals to assist on that game. 
Jonathan Donville had a hat trick in six points, and Will Malcolm didn't score, but had three assists. So, and former Pac- Panther City player Patrick Johnson only had one assist. I mean, the game was. It got out of hand. Uh, Ryan Hartley is not playing. So, that will be good. Riley Hutchcraft will be in net for Rochester, with Rochester's last game being. Um, and a loss, actually, to the Las Vegas Desert Dogs. So, you know, I can say, he, you know, if you lose to Las Vegas, it's bad, but it's the same thing. We lost to them, too. Um, that was a 12-8 game. Carnfields had six points, had three goals. Um, it's him and Ryan, Ryan Smith. That's it. It's just those two guys. Um... Because for Rochester, they're um, and they're a lot about Carnfields. Carnfields was close to an MVP candidate at the end of last year, um, especially when you began him and Ryan Hartley. Uh, Ryan Hartley honestly could have been goaltender of the year if he kept up the um, pace that he was on. Because my God, was he incredible during that time! So, like, he's got 26 goals, 60 points. Ryan Smith has 28 goals and 57 points. It's just those two guys. You got to just make sure you keep both of them in check. That's it. That, that's pretty much it. Um, Rochester for the game only had two power plays, scored on one. Um, so, again, it's just going to be special teams keeping those guys out of the box. You know, I can see them going one and one. If they go two and no, that'd be incredible. But I don't see it happening. I'm sorry, guys. I just don't. Uh, our faceoffs have also gotten a lot better over the last couple weeks. I've seen that, so fantastic to everyone around. But it's it's going to be hard. It's a back to back. You know, you need to keep pace with the rest of this league because possibly getting a. Um, top four seed, which means you get to host a playoff game, is slipping away and it's slipping away very, very quickly. You have Toronto and Albany at A and two, San Diego seven and three, Halifax at seven and four. So you're already on the outside looking in with this team. So you know you're going to be on the road if things don't change. You go two and zero here. You're sitting at you know, seven and four, tired of Halifax, you know, and Halifax has Georgia, so that's another massive game. Um, but you also got the teams below you, like I said, Georgia six and six, right below Panther City. Um, Buffalo is five and five, shockingly, Calgary's five and five, New York Riptide are five and six, looking on the out on the outside, looking in, Las Vegas is four and six, so. It is put up or shut out time for this team. And it's going to be starting on this back-to-back. Quote-unquote. Since for some unknown reason, Panther City cannot play on Saturdays at Dickies Arena. So, after that, it's it, it's tough after this. Um, March is not a kind month for Panther City. And actually, when, when I'm looking at it back then, you know, it scared me, but, you know, you got San Diego, 
You got Rochester. You got Philadelphia, a team that's underneath them in the standings. You got Halifax. That's a massive game up, and it's on the road. So that's a massive, massive, massive game. Then you have Buffalo. They're not that good this year, but it is Buffalo. They'll pull some stuff. And then you have Sydney again, Philadelphia, Albany, and Calgary. It's not an easy time. Right now, they're on pace to go 10 and 8, just like last year. This needs to have an improvement. Because there's a good chance that they could be 10 and 8 and maybe be doing that to looking in. I'm not sure if that's possible, but you never know with this league. So that's going to be it. I hope to see everyone there uh, on Friday and Sunday. Please come support this team out. Um, I'll talk about something else later on about this team, but thanks for listening to this episode of the Proud of City podcast, and I'll see you after the back-to-back. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Proud of the City podcast for more Panther City lacrosse and NLL news. We are on all available podcast networks. Follow us on X and Instagram at Prowl the City Pod. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Prowl the City Podcast, and we'll see you next time.